have come to realize that people who truly love you and accept you are not afraid of your wounds. They're not afraid to walk with you to find healing for your wounds. The Make God Known podcast is a place where I equip second-generation Habashas to know God and make God known. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Samuel Teka, and it is an honor to be spending this time with you today. If you have been a faithful follower of the podcast, as you could see, I am in a different location, home-wise. <laughs> and for those that are wondering, why is the Sam Tekka in a new location basically like every single month? To be honest, I do not have the time to get into all of that. But I was just recently in Canada for about a month. I had some business to take care of down there. And now I'm back in Ethiopia, Addis Ababa, and we are in a new home. And it's beautiful. It's really lovely. Uh, my wife and I are loving it. However, I will say I did like the previous place more better, if I'm going to be quite honest. But you know what? This place is honestly really, really nice. The couch is aesthetically pleasing. By the way, if, if you're listening on audio, obviously you can't see anything of what I'm saying. So I encourage you to go to YouTube and check it out. But... Uh, it's it's been cool man it's been it's been a, a good time i have to say jet lag is real uh i mean it's about a 14 hour flight from edmonton alberta to ethiopia so it took me a couple days to recover i kind of say all this to give a little bit of context as to why i haven't been posting these past three weeks uh, it's been quite hectic, but I believe, you know, I'm going to be settled here in the meantime for a certain uh, period <laughs> until, of course, we have to make arrangements uh, all over again. Today, I want to I want to talk to you guys about letting our guards down. If you struggle in the area of letting people in, or maybe you struggle to love people to the best of your ability, this podcast is for you. Or if it's not for you right now in this time in the season of your life, it will be for you at some point in time. And so I really believe that this is going to speak to a lot of people, so tune in. Guilty is charged for me. I definitely struggle in this area quite a bit, and I didn't realize how much I struggled in the area of putting up my guards or, as other people would say, putting up my walls as much as I have recently. Uh, the Lord has been really dealing with me in this area of my life. And I took some time to reflect as to why 
I put my guards up or why I have walls at certain times. And I want to address the issue. I, I want to address people out there that, again, have their guards up basically 24-7. They, they, they struggle to, to love people, to give their energy and time to people. And we're going to get into as to why later on in this podcast, but this is something that I deal with. Now, before we go deeper into this podcast, I do want to clarify a few things. So as you could see here, I have my laptop here because I have my notes here just in case I forget anything. But there are two different guards that we put up. And it's important to really distinguish between the two. And one is beneficial for us and the other is detrimental. So let me first talk about the, the benefits that scripture, the Bible talks about when it mentions putting up our guards. If you're familiar with Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, it says, guard your heart above all else for everything you do flows from it. This is a very familiar passage, especially in the Christian circle. And the guarding that the author is talking about here is guarding our hearts from evil. So the fruits of evil could be greed, it could be lust, it could be perverse talk, and so on and so forth, right? So this is beneficial for us. This is something that scripture advises us to do. The scripture says that this is wisdom. It's the wisdom of God to guard our hearts against such evils uh, because everything that we do flows from our hearts. So if we let the evil things into our hearts, we will live from that place. We will see life from that place. You, you guys get the gist of it. But the type of guarding that we are speaking about today is not what Proverbs speaks about, nor is it what I believe, in my opinion, what the Bible condones. When I say putting up our guards, what I'm speaking about are the guards that either stop us from loving people or stop us from receiving love from people and it's all because of trauma, all because of the wounds that we have in our lives. And if we're not careful, we will think that we are walking in wisdom when really in reality we are walking in fear. Fear of what, you may say? Fear of being rejected. Fear of being abandoned fear of being truly seen, fear of seeming weak before people or in your relationship. So it's so important that we distinguish between the two. One is beneficial for us, which is what we just talked about, the guarding of our hearts against evil. And the other one is detrimental to us because 
it holds us back from giving love and also receiving love because of trauma and because of that wound that we're dealing with. I want to go into the different reasons as to why we put up our guards. And the first reason is because of our past. It's because of our past. It may sound very simple, but in the moment when someone is putting up their guards or putting up their walls, they don't quite necessarily know why. And I'm here just to reveal to many of us what I have reflected on is that it's usually attached to my past. What's happening in that moment when you're putting up your guards is that your past is informing your future or it's informing your present moment. See, you are either abandoned, you were either rejected, uh, you were either betrayed, and now you live life through the lens of the past. And it's affecting your relationship, the quality of your relationship. See, if a scenario looks too familiar to what you dealt with in the past, you put up your guards. If, if there is someone that could potentially hurt you because they have either said something or done something, there you go. You put up your walls up again. And so we really want to be aware of these moments because if we're not, we're not able to, to overcome this obstacle. I'm reminded of a passage in John chapter 8 verse 10 to 11 I believe and it's a story that the Lord had brought up when I was reflecting on it myself and it's a woman who got caught in the middle of adultery and the men bring her to Jesus and they are expecting to trick him because she just broke, 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 <laughs> broke the law of Moses. So they're testing him. Okay, if, he, if this woman just broke the law of Moses, she should be condemned. Um, they're, they're, trying to, they're trying to trick him. So Jesus stoops down and he begins to write something on the ground. We don't necessarily know what he was writing. Of course, there's speculations and, and different, uh, uh, I guess, guesses on what it is exactly, but we don't really know. So he stooped down, he writes it, he writes whatever he writes, and he gets back up again, and then he says, whoever is without sin, cast the first stone. Oldest to youngest, they begin to drop their stones and, and walk away. And then all that is left in that moment is Jesus and this woman who has committed adultery. And listen to, listen to this. Uh, verse 10 to 11, it says, then Jesus, stood up against, stood, then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus says, neither do I go and sin no more. 
Hey there, amazing listeners and viewers. If you're enjoying my podcast so far, I have some exciting news for you. If you want even more exclusive content, behind the scenes insights, and extra perks, then head over to my Patreon right now. By becoming a patron, you'll unlock benefits like early access to episodes, Q&A sessions with guests, and special bonus episodes you won't find anywhere else. Your support on Patreon helps me create the content you love and allows me to improve the show further. So don't miss out on this opportunity to join my exclusive community. Visit the description down below where I provide all the details and direct links. Your support means the world to me. But now let's get back to the episode. Thank you for being an awesome part of the journey. I want you to imagine this with me. She was just judged by all the men, oldest to youngest. That was that she just got judged. That's in her past. And now looking before her, She sees Jesus, her future. If I'm in her shoes, let's just take the humanity in this. If I'm in her shoes, I just got judged by these men. And now I'm standing before Jesus, who's in my future. He's in the present. This is what I'm looking at. I'm expecting he's going to judge me too. That's what I'm expecting. And can you just imagine if she said, okay, these men just judge me and this man before me is going to judge me. Therefore, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run away. I'm just going to, I'm going to run away and I don't even want to face it. Or she hears the extension of grace that Jesus had just given her. And she says, this is too good to be true. Um, That's actually not how this is going to go down. You're going to condemn me at some point in time. Uh, It's this pessimistic approach. Now, if that were to happen, she would allow her past, which just happened a few moments ago, to inform her future. And if that happened then she would have missed out on the greatest opportunity to receive grace. She would have missed out on the greatest opportunity to be loved in that very moment. And I find that there are so many people that are dictated by their past that they jeopardize their future of potential grace that could be extended to them, potential love that they could experience in their life. So this woman, what she decides to do is she says, I'm going to stay in this moment. I'm going to see what he says. And I feel this is the approach that we all need to take. Rather than concluding immediately And putting up our guards, therefore blocking the love and the grace that we could receive, it's to say, you know what, I'm going to not conclude, but I'm going to wait and I'm going to see what's going to happen in this moment. And to our surprise, what we will find most often is that our past won't repeat itself (laughs) if we just choose to let our guards down. Does that make sense? I hope that does. Here's the second reason why our guards are up. Our weapons. Our weapons. 
Um, the second reason is connected to the first, but our weapons are usually what reinforces our guards. Our past puts up the wall and our weapons actually make them go higher. What do I mean when I talk about our weapons? All of us have weapons when we get hurt. All of us do. Um, there's this uh, individual by the name of Matthew Husey. I believe I pronounced that correctly. If not, forgive me. Uh, listen to what he says. He said, it's not that people couldn't handle our wounds, but they couldn't handle our weapons. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that one more time. It's not that people couldn't handle our wounds, but they couldn't handle our weapons. If only I could tell you how much I relate to this. Um, the weapons I'm mentioning can be either direct aggression or passive aggressive tactics. If you've erected emotional barriers, you put up those walls, but you find yourself in a scenario where you choose to lower them, all it takes is a comment all it takes is someone doing something to trigger your defenses again. And you reconstruct those walls. So the healthy way to react really to our wounds is to reveal them instead of using our weapons to hide them and therefore building your walls back up again. I have found myself in a place where I have come to realize that people who truly love you and accept you are not afraid of your wounds. They're not afraid to walk with you to find healing for your wounds. But what they are often repelled by is the weapons that we use to protect ourselves from being hurt. So again, it could be the aggression. It could be the passive-aggressive route. And I have come to understand that I have to actually reveal my wounds instead of hiding my wounds through weapons. So... These are the two reasons. I'm pretty sure it's not exhaustive, but I don't want this podcast to be too long. Um, but let's talk about how do we let our guards down. I think number one is don't let your past inform your future. It's critical to grieve for what happened in the past. It happened to you. We're not denying that. We're not belittling that. It happened. You got hurt. However, if you continually live in the past, you're tethered to the past, you will ruin potential future love and grace to experience. Really experiencing life at its fullness all because we're so tied to our past. So your past is not your future. That's so important. Number two is to build trust with people that you're in relationship with. How do you build trust? Well, it's through words and actions that help build trust. 
uh, one thing that I really, really love about my wife is not just her character. She is a trustworthy person. But I also see her actions. I, I see who she is. And what that does for me is it reinforces trust. It helps me build trust with her. Um, and, and I think this is what we need to do is for those that are in relationships or in platonic relationships, uh, it's important. Affirm the person. Say, you know, this is not what's happening. This is, this is just an assumption. This is maybe something that has happened in the past, but this is not what this is right now. Words help. And then actions, being consistently faithful to that person and, and giving them no reason to doubt your intentions. Uh, here's the third is don't use your weapons, but be open about your wounds. Um, again, your weapons build the walls higher. Um, your walls are already up, but the minute you begin to, uh, you know, use your weapons, what you'll notice is that that person is like, I can't deal with this anymore. And then it's the cycle where it's like, oh, they abandoned me. And it's like, no, no, no. The reason they, they left is because you weren't open about your wounds, but rather you, ref you referred and resorted to your weapons. And so be open, communicate your pain points, communicate and say, this is actually what's happened to me in the past, and this is why I'm being triggered in this very moment. And I think the more you communicate that, you're open about your wounds, the more likely someone will walk with you and journey with you to find healing, okay? Here's the other one is mend your wounds with the word. It's not enough just to acknowledge the wound. We have to begin to allow the word of God to mend it. We have to allow the presence of God, the Lord, to mend it. There's something so beautiful about the word. It gets, it addresses the deeper parts of our soul, the deeper wounds in our soul. And if we begin to allow the word of God to get deep into our soul, to address those wounds, what, what, what will begin to happen is healing will begin to take place. What I've noticed is when this vertical relationship is right, and the Lord begins to affirm me, and he begins to show me how faithful he is, how he'll never abandon me, never betray me. What I start to notice is that my identity gets strong in the Lord. Now I no longer need to resort to those pain points, but now I could find comfort and refuge in the fact that the Lord is my refuge. And what that does, it, it helps my horizontal relationships. It helps, it helps with health and healing in my relationships with, with other people as well. And so allow the word of God, allow the presence of God to mend those wounds. And here's the last thing is counseling or therapy. It's, it's a taboo topic. Actually, no, no, no. I take that back. It's not necessarily a taboo topic. I think more people are being open about it. More people are not seeing it as a weakness, which I'm very, very happy about. But there are people that are well equipped to 
really guide you through your trauma, guide you through your pain points and your wounds so that you could find healing and so that you could find health in your life. And so counseling or therapy will really help you out. What's going on, everybody? My name is Samuel Tekka, and I am so excited and thrilled to announce that my course, A Meaningful Life, is out and available now. If you're a person that lacks confidence and also clarity in what your God-given meaning is and also have a hard time identifying what you love to do, which creates this sense and anxiety that we're not making a difference where we are in the world, this course is for you. I've created this so that I want to equip Christians to live out their God-given meaning, to identify what they love to do, and ultimately make a difference where they are. So for more information on that, I want you to go to samuelteca.ca slash courses, and I want you to live a meaningful life. Now back to the podcast. Well, that's it for me, guys. Uh, that's today's podcast. Uh, let's begin to let our guards down and begin to experience life to its fullest because I'm a true believer that when we begin to let our guards down, of course, there's a potential for pain. There's potential for hurt. And and of course, be wise. You don't have to like be open with like everybody, but the important people, the key people in your life, you don't want to have your guards up with them. You want to be open with them and then just watch the quality of the relationship, the quality of your life just begin to increase dramatically. And so be wise about it. Let our guards down and let's just see the Lord move in, in ways that we've never seen before. I encourage you guys to do three things for me. Um, I want you to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're on YouTube or I want you to follow the podcast. I'm on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. Follow the podcast and I really want to use this platform to give you value and to encourage you. The second thing is I want you to like, share and comment on these podcasts because the more that, you know, the algorithm or whatever platform that we're on, whether it's on YouTube or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the algorithm picks up that there's activity and then it sends it out to more people. And so that's what we, we want. Uh, we want to get the gospel message out there. That's, that there's nothing more greater than that. And so the third thing is, like I say each and every single week, is I want you to know God and I want you to make God known. Ciao, guys. Love you all.